Well, good morning, church family. Here we find ourselves at our midweek devotion. Uh, it's Wednesday, September the 9th of 2020, and we'll be taking a look here at the new section in Psalm 119. But before I read that, let's just open up in a word of prayer. Uh, gracious Father, we do thank you for this day, and Lord, as we uh, open up your word for a few moments to be encouraged, to give us a little bit of extra um, uh, strength to face the remainder of this week, Lord, uh, we ask that you would just use your word in a very powerful way today. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today we're in uh, the next section of the uh, of Psalm 119, uh, titled Zayin. Uh, and we'll be reading uh, verses uh, 49 uh, through uh, 56. It says, Remember your word to your servant, in which you have made me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, that you, your promises give me life. The insolent utterly deride me, but I do not turn away from your law. When I think of your rules from of old, I take comfort, O Lord. Hot indignation seizes me because of the wicked who forsake your law. Your statutes have been my songs in the house of my sojourning. I remember your name in the night, O Lord, and keep your law. This blessing has fallen to me. That I have kept your precepts. Well, today we're going to take a look at the first three verses in this section, uh, verses 49 through 51. Uh, and let's go ahead and, and unpack verse 49 here this morning as we begin. It says, Remember your word uh, to your servant, in which you uh, have made me hope. So I'd like to take a look at that first phrase there Remember your word to your servant. See, the psalmist at this point is uh, reassuring himself of something that uh, he is very familiar with, something that he already knows uh, to be true about God. Uh, and, you know, as a, a believer in Jesus Christ and as we continue to live uh, each and every day uh, seeking to honor God, uh, one of the things that can be a, a strong uh, thing for us in our Christian walk is for us to remind ourselves about what we know about God. Uh, because oftentimes the things that we face uh, or the things that we, we think or the decisions that we make or the uh, actions that we take uh, are oftentimes based in uh, something that is apart from God. Uh, and the thing is, as we react or act towards things and things of that sort, uh, one of the things that we should do is remember who God is and remember what we know about him. Uh, and he says, remember your word to your servant. Uh, you know, the thing that the psalmist is reassuring himself in relation to God is, is that God does not forget his word. Uh, God does not uh, also go back on his promises. Uh, if God says it, God does it. Uh, and God always fulfills his promises. Uh, and those are things that as we look at the word of God today, and as we are looking for encouragement and for strength and for guidance um, God's word does not change because it need not change. Uh, and so we can go back to it each and every day. We can uh, have the, through the Spirit's uh, working in us, uh, recall the word of God that we've memorized uh, to not forget God uh, in his word because God does not forget his word to us. Uh, man, on the other hand, uh, goes back on his word uh, and fails to fulfill his word. And so uh, sometimes we can um, wrongly think about God in this way, uh, or we just, uh, you know, because of the situation we find ourselves in, we forget God's word. And so therefore, 
what the psalmist is doing is reassuring himself in relation to what he knows about God and what he knows is true about God. It reminds me of an illustration from the, um, the movie Hook from, uh, I believe it was back in the early 90s that um, uh, had Robin Williams uh, in, in it. And he played the father, uh, played Peter, uh, and he had a son. And the thing was, is uh, he was so busy, so consumed with his job uh, that he oftentimes made promises uh, to his kids. And, and he ended up making a promise to his son and ended up coming up short. Uh, he didn't keep his word. And uh, there's a line in the movie that says that, uh, uh, well, Peter would tell his son, well, my word is my bond, uh, to you know reassure his son that he was going to do what he uh, promised to do. Well, when he failed to, his son's response to that was, yeah, junk bonds. Uh, and the thing is, uh, this is how man can act and react uh, to a situation. Uh, because we, we will let each other down uh, and we will fail sometimes to remember uh, God's promises to us. Uh, but the thing that we need to remember is that that's not who God is. Uh, he keeps his promises. Uh, his word, which is eternal, is his bond because he can do nothing less than that. Listen to what Charles Spurgeon said in relation to this section, and I think it's, it's good too. He says, if, if God's word to us as his servants is so precious, what shall we say of his word to us as his sons uh, or his daughters? Uh, and the answer to that question is, is that, you know, we have a close personal relationship with God, the Father, through the Son, uh, and in the mediation of the Spirit as well that resides within us. Uh, and so when we think about who God is and uh, the fact that we are servants of, of uh, God the Father, uh, because we've been bought with a price, we belong to Him, but we are also sons and daughters. So we're family. Uh, and so what God does in His Word, <clears throat> and as we remember His Word, is, is we're, we're seeing that deeper, closer relationship where we can actually uh, wholeheartedly, without reservation, trust God uh, in, in anything. And so the psalmist goes on in, in finishing verse 49 and says, In which you have made me hope. Uh, so the very word that he is calling on God to remember that God will never forget, uh, but is a reassurance to the, the psalmist as he writes this, is that uh, God's word brings him hope. Uh, and think about that. If the promises of God, things that he promises for us in relation to never leaving us or forsaking us, uh, that he is a, a light and a lamp uh, to our, uh, our way as we walk this Christian life. Uh, that he is a seal uh, through the Holy Spirit uh, until he brings us home. Uh, all those things as we recount the promises of God, uh, ones that he will keep uh, because he is God, are things that should bring us hope. Uh, even in the midst of uh, all kinds of wrongdoing or uh, circumstances that are beyond our control. Uh, God's word does not change and therefore God uh, does not change. Uh, and so he will always be there. He will always keep his promises. Let me move on to verse 50. Uh, it says, This is my comfort in my affliction that your promise gives me life. So ask yourself the question, what brings comfort in your life? Uh, is there someone or something that you turn to for comfort 
uh, in this life when things begin to unravel. Uh, the, the truth is, is that we all face all kinds of problems and challenges in life. Um, I like what uh, Charles Swindoll said. He says that we are all faced with a series of great opportunities brilliantly disguised as impossible situations. Uh, and each and every day we get up, we may find ourselves facing an impossible situation. But guess what? Uh, we are not alone. Uh, and we have the promises of God that the psalmist has spoke of. Uh, that can keep us and can guide us and can bring us home. Uh, the psalmist has found that God's word, his promises, have worked powerfully in the past, uh, as well as in his current situation, so that he's reassured. He has hope. Uh, and so we as believers today should hope in our Savior. We should hope in God the Father. We should hope in the Spirit, uh, because uh, he keeps his word and he guards and watches over us. Uh, I see this echoed in uh, Psalm 34, as the psalmist says in verse 17, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Do you see the watch care of our Heavenly Father, how he watches over us? And when we come to him and cry to him for help, when we come to him and, and call on him to remember uh, his word that he has given to us, uh, we, are, we are calling on God to do exactly what God will always do. And be, that is be faithful to who he is and therefore faithful to those who belong to him. He says that your promise gives me life. See, we need to understand that God's word not only gives life physically, but it also gives life spiritually. Um, if we take a look at Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, it says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For uh, length of days and years of life and peace, they will be added to you. Do not forget my teachings. Do not forget my word. Because when you keep it in your heart, it will give you length of days and years of life and peace they will add. But also, uh, a chapter later, in chapter 4, verses 20 to 23, uh, in the wisdom literature, it says, My son, be attentive to my words. Uh, incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. Again, a lot of familiar language there. For they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flow the springs of life. And so there's a sense in which, uh, as we take a look at both of these scriptures, that God's word does something not only in relation to our physical life here on earth, but also uh, being that uh, you know, well of, of life that springs up out of us spiritually. And then verse 51 says, the, uh, the psalmist goes on to say, The insolent utterly deride me, but I do not turn away from your law. Again, the psalmist is experiencing uh, unbelievers mocking him. Uh, and he is finding himself in a, that place once again uh, to make a decision uh, in relation to how people treat him because of his faith in God. Uh, and matter of fact, the language here, it says that the insolent utterly deride me. 
The language is such as that, that these are proud people, that they are brazen people in their text. They're just not holding anything back. They're just letting them have it with both barrels. Uh, and, that, and that's consistent with someone who's proud, uh, that they have only their own interest in mind and they don't care who they hurt or, or, or what they say. Uh, they're going to do what pleases them as opposed to being concerned for others. He says that uh, without even being the case, he says, I do not turn away from your law. Notice his resolve. So here's the word of God. Here is what is his guide through this life. And even though people are deriding him, they are uh, you know, calling him out uh, and making fun of him and ridiculing him for his faith in God, he isn't going to allow that to deter from what he knows is going to be the very thing that he needs. Uh, and that's the, the word of God in his life. And so he says, I do not turn away from your law. Uh, and where does all that come from? It comes from the reassurance of remembering the God who makes those promises, the God whose word it is. So here, let me close by giving you a few promises that give one the ability to confidently combat those who deride you. Uh, I appeal to Romans chapter 8, verses 15 through 17, where it says, For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness that our, uh, with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with with him. So see the, the beautiful thing here, one way that one promise that we can hold to that gives us the confidence that we need when people ridicule us because we are Christians, because we have faith in Jesus Christ, is remember who we belong to. Uh, we belong to uh, the, the God that we can say, Abba, Father. There's a personal connection, a personal walk there. And the Spirit isn't going to let us forget that we belong to God. He is going to remind us and reassure us that we belong to God and that we are heirs of God. Second comes out of John 6, 39-40. It says, And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So we have the very power of God that will guide us through life and uh, that's here on earth, but also will raise us up on the last day to take us home to be with God in glory. What another glorious promise to remember when we find ourselves being persecuted. Uh, a couple chapters later in John chapter 10, uh, verses 27 to 29. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. Again, a reassurance here that we belong to God, that uh, he is our shepherd and we hear his voice and we know him and he knows us. And we will never perish, and no one can snatch us out of our hand, uh, out of God's hand. Uh, not circumstance, not individual, because God's got us. And finally, Ephesians 4.30. It says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed 
for the day of redemption. God has given us the very uh, person within the, the, the Godhead uh, to be our guide, to be our comfort, to help us pull through even when we are being ridiculed, even when we are being persecuted, even when we find ourselves in that low spot to, to be by our side and then to encourage us and pull us up out. Um, because God always keeps his promises. Uh, he always remembers his word uh, and he never goes back on his promises. Let's close in a word of prayer. Gracious Father, we thank you for these truths today. We thank you for the encouragement from the, the psalmist uh, as we see the importance of uh, remembering your word uh, and knowing that you will always remember your word because it is yours and you keep it and it is eternal. Lord, uh, I help uh, or ask for your help uh, through your Holy Spirit for each and every believer uh, in our church family today as they walk through this world. Uh, some may find themselves being uh, ridiculed because they're a Christian, being made fun of. Well, may the promises that we looked at in, in John and in Romans and um, uh, also in uh, Ephesians uh, be their guide today. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you, church family, and have an awesome remainder of this uh, second week of September.